Ladies and gentlemen, um, we want to welcome to you to the maiden edition of the Platform Initiative, um, you know, show. And today we're going to talk about, um, you know, leadership, uh, because we believe um, the core of leadership is for you to be able to uh, examine who you are and also to be able to transform that which you are to um, society. Uh, to be discussing on leadership today, we have uh, a very astounding individual who have, uh, you know, uh, engaged in different uh, form of leadership, and it's not just a, a leader per se. He's been also involved in, uh, you know, training uh, next generation of leaders. He has taken his leadership uh, progress not just in Nigeria. Uh, he has caught across um, Africa, uh, Europe. Uh, so uh, today we want to uh, invite uh, a very astounding individual uh, because of how powerful he is i will uh, give him uh, the opportunity uh, for him to introduce himself uh, you can take it up from here now uh, sir okay ladies and gentlemen and uh, esteemed viewers um well, my name is elijah felix i'm a nigerian i currently live in lagos nigeria I believe firmly in the inclusion of women and youth in leadership and decision making. Over the past one year, I've been opportuned to facilitate in several leadership and business training, both within and outside Nigeria, where I've trained some of over 700 young persons, including young girls, in leadership, business, basically, both within and outside Nigeria. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Elijah. Um, you're one individual that I know that uh, is very passionate about um, leadership and, uh, you know, individual development and also um, collective development. Um, we're going to be asking a couple of questions in respect to, um, you know, leadership um, within its internal base, uh, based on leadership as an individual. How do you, uh, you know, develop yourself as a leader? And also, uh, we're going to be looking at, um, you know, regional leadership, uh, looking at it from um, the context of um, nations. And uh, we're also going to be looking at uh, other regional um, leadership, uh, looking at it from the context of Africa. Uh, we're also going to be looking at uh, leadership uh, within the globe. Uh, but we want to, first of all, um, look at leadership in terms of um, you as an individual. Uh, we understand there's this saying that says uh, you need to, first of all, know yourself before you can, before you can be able to uh, transcend something into some, somebody else. Uh, so we want to ask you, how do somebody actually develop himself uh, to become uh, uh, the 21st century leader that we're looking at, uh, you know, looking at a lot of qualities in terms of um, good public speaking skills, um, you know, looking at integrity, looking at, um, you know, uh, your ability to be able to um, navigate within different, uh, you know, society. So how do you develop yourself to have all of these qualities? Well, when you talk about leadership, leadership comes in different kida. But basically, the essence and the influence and the impact of leadership is basically the same, but different magnitude. Now we have leadership starts from the person. You have personal leadership, then you go beyond personal leadership to local impacts. That's uh, local leadership, organizational leadership, and then, then you go consciously into global leadership. Now, the starting point, personal leadership. Personal leadership has to do with you as the individual, getting to know yourself, self-awareness. Um, I used, I said something one time that personal leadership is actually um, 
the machine that drills through the the resource surface of the individual getting to know what materials you are made up on the inside we're talking of materials i'm talking about personality of the individual because there are different personalities in this earth so every personality is very important and they are they exist for a specific reason and for a specific purpose because variety is the spice of life so when you have that consciousness for you to go in depth to understand who you are as a person that's the beginning the journey of personal leadership that you know what is obtainable for you what you should do that will enhance your your skills your ability your influence as a person and that will shape your values and your philosophies for life yeah um another thing we always talk about is um uh, the dynamism of leadership in terms of um, leadership should not be uh, streamlined towards uh, just within your locality you should be able to uh, you know, navigate within other aspects of um, society uh, basically it is expected that a leader uh, should be very dynamic you know how he's able to uh, move from one sector to the other and those are one of the core of uh, you know good leadership skills and so how do you look at that in terms of how what are some of the things uh, a leader should have to be able to um, you not know, just influence his own locality but at the same time to be able to influence um, other uh, you know other people from different clients okay like i said the dynamics is personal leadership you start with yourself when you finish that aspect you become an improved version of your own self not like any other person no matter how you look up to someone. Some people say, oh, I love Mandela. I look up to him. He's, he's my role model when he was alive. Or he, he was my role model. And then we look up to so-and-so. Martin Luther King Jr. was the leader of his time. And many of them, JFK. But the question is, these people are themselves. They were they are just improved version of themselves. So yeah. after you've covered who you are and why you exist, and what are your interests are in terms of your vision, your vision, what you want in life and you go for it you not begin to influence your local environment just like a magnet leadership and magnetism are somewhat similar the field around the magnet and speaking the electronically speaking because i have a background <laughs> in engineering you know there's a flux around the magnet it's called electromagnetism Abby. that's what they taught us in school same thing right. in leadership around leadership is called influence when people see that you're an improved version of yourself in your environment because of the decisions you make your, your, your decisions in life, decision making is the product of the level of leadership skill you have as a person. People become attracted to you. They become attracted to you and then they love what you do. In the process of doing that, because you should come with an open mind. So you're asking for the key, what was the key uh, uh, traits or personality someone should have to be an influence in his local environment and also in, in talking about diaspora globally. You should first of all have an open mind and then if you can influence your environment positively definitely a good leader a, a leader no, nothing like there's something about nothing like good and bad leadership let me talk about that because leadership is positive not negative although there are times people mistake someone handling a particular position of authority as a leader no it's not a leader if it doesn't have positive influence over his people so a, a leader is one that has influence over his people and then you should have an open mind to accommodate people with different views, divergent views, because variety is part of life. That's not the beginning of global leadership. Yeah. When you are open towards 
um, divergent view, and this has to do with empathy. Empathy is another skill that has to do with you understanding people and the way they are and why they act the way they do, and see how you guys can collaborate together. So that's the beginning. The beginning of self uh, of personal leadership is self awareness. The beginning mm-hmm. of and then you transcend to influence. Influence is now the beginning of leadership in the local environment. It could be the local environment could be in an organization where you work or a society or a community. And then the beginning of of uh, global leadership is when you now have you have improved and what you've learned from yourself and interacting with your local environment. You now understand that people are different. So also cultures are different. So you should be open towards accepting people from different parts of the world. Empathy, trying to understand people. That is the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So that that sounds very great uh, in terms of um, having empathy. Um, next question is uh, looking at some of the challenges as a leader. Uh, a lot of times, people seem not to understand um, that there's so much challenges that goes that goes with leadership. You know, because uh, when you are leading, there's, uh, there's there are things you go through that uh, most times the followers may not understand. And so, can you throw more light in terms of um, some of the challenges that uh, you've been a leader uh, that you encounter, you know, uh, within yourself and also um, from other people? Uh, looking at great men, uh, people like you mentioned, uh, Martin Luther King, you know, uh, during his leadership time, there were so many things he had, he had to deal with, you know. Uh, so, uh, leadership comes with a lot of challenges. Uh, so, uh, what are those things that uh, leaders go through um, that you think you want to actually, um, you know, uh, tell the people so that they will be able to um, know about it? Okay, the thing is, um, there is, from my experience, you know, personally, I, I, I have, I'm a member of some global organizations like Junior Chamber International, ISEC. Toastmasters. Now, especially in JCI, because I handled a strategic important position there on the national level, where I I was actually the one in charge of training as director of training for the collegiate council. That is all universities that are affiliated to JCI. And there is something that we normally see, it's more like a mantra, even though it's not officially our mantra, but some something among ourselves, young leaders. You see, it's very difficult to influence people especially those that you don't pay. They are working with you as volunteers like you and then you now have influence over them. And they are able to do, you are influencing them to do the right thing when you need them to do the right thing or when it's needed for them to do the right thing. It's a very big challenge. If you can do that, it means your leadership skill is very high. Now, what I'm saying is an influence and strategy for growth and development. You will meet with people of different understanding, level of reasoning, so there is always bound to have challenges are always bound to occur when you meet these people. Not everybody has developed as you. Some people will not even understand what you are doing. Some will criticize you blindly. But it's not left for you to stand firmly and decide that this is who I am and this is where I'm going to. I know where I want. If you don't know where you're going to, you have no right of asking people to follow you. And mind you, leadership has nothing to do with you handling the position of authority. Sometimes. You cannot be, you might not even be in the position of authority, but you are, in the, you are the leader in the organization or in the environment. And because you are aware of what you are into and where you are going to, you are going to face challenges from those in authority that may not have this, that may not have a vision like you or may be a stumbling block because they see you as a threat. So it's not in your own interest to know how to influence people. 
that may not be loyal to you because you are not paying them, they are not answerable to you. So that's where the challenge is. So this has to do with your level of influence and your personality. That's when you make people to that's what will convince you to know that wow, we have to follow this person, his ideas, because he is truly a leader. And then let's give him a chance to do the writing and allow us to do the writing. So if you ask me, the greatest uh, uh, challenge when it comes to leadership is influencing people of different views, especially because you can't coerce them. You are not coercing them, but how are you going to be yourself and then and, and impact people look positively? It's a difficult one. Right. Uh, start with it. Yeah, being uh, self being thin. That's so. That's so true. And also uh, looking at uh, um, looking at the challenges of um, leadership. There's so many things that um, you know leaders go through in terms of what they endure. Um, you know, uh, a lot of times um, the people who look at them. Uh, from out there, they may not know some of those things they endure, but uh, they always keep um, their chin up, uh, keep their heads up, and you know believe that uh, you know they have a goal and they have a vision, and they want to um, achieve those visions. Uh, our next question: Let's uh, let's uh, look at uh, leadership in different uh, uh, aspects of the world. Um, let's uh, first of all look at leadership in uh, in Africa. Uh, in, in respect um, to our style of leadership. We may not go uh, in depth, but we may just look at um, the ideas, you know, uh, in respect to um, African uh, leadership. And what are some of those ideas that is not um, in consonant with um, acceptable norms uh, in society and within the, uh, you know, elements of uh, leadership like you said um, so I want you to throw more light in, uh, in respect to um, some of the leadership style and may not you know, may not we may not be looking at um, you know uh, people in offices we may also be looking at people in, uh, in within our own different um, you know fragment we may be looking at youth uh, youth leaders we may be looking at uh, maybe delving into political leaders we may be looking at um, leaders in different, uh, but there's always a strand that tie these different kind of leaders, and, you know, in Africa. So, what are you going to um, uh, say about that, uh, Mr. Elijah? Well, you know, like I said before, leadership is always misunderstood in Africa, especially when you have persons that call themselves political leaders. In quotes, when I mean political leader, or let me paraphrase, persons occupying political offices they usually confuse themselves as leaders. And well, you know, if you check the history of most African countries, um, during election, uh, during the pre-colonial era, the post-colonial era, the way many of them were handed over to, I mean, in terms of power, political power to authority, to manage the country. Well, they have shown some level of leadership at that time. And then they got into office at counter-coups and military of respective parties and then it comes to play and now a lot of corruption sets in now a lot of young persons at that time i think they had this opinion that to make it quick is get rich quick or to make it fast up you have to get into politics to make money so and then you see a lot of young people at this time t- telling themselves everybody wants to be political conscious or politically involved. In the moment you run, finish university or finish your studies, you are attaching yourself to a political figure and then you feel 
you want to influence people. That's going about leadership in the wrong way. If you ask me, I'm not going to comment of what happened in the past because, as much as I condemn some of the activities happening in the past, I was not born then. I knew there were some problems. I only read about coups and counter coups in book. I never met the coup plotters myself and those leaders at that time. But I'm going to speak for myself and the youth of this generation. If you want to go into politics or you want to handle something to become reckoned with as a man of authority in your environment, start from somewhere. This is the process: personal leadership, local impact, and global leadership. Build yourself professionally. Look for it. You know, attach yourself to a vision. Find your own vision. What are you passionate about in life? And then work towards it. Work the costs and build yourself. Trust me, when the opportunity comes, you will go into office as a professional, someone who knows what he's doing and a true leader. But unfortunately, Africans mistake, or most Africans, or most people in Africa, they mistake being in in position of authority as leadership. And if you check the lifestyle and the and the policy and the problem-solving ability of those in office, many of the African countries they actually default in because. It's obvious that these people do not have the necessary leadership skill to occupy such position. They just find themselves there by means, maybe by an act of fit. In terms of, like I said, some of them emerge as of coups and counter coup. If you check history, and some of them have been in power, they refuse to hand over power. But that's not the fact that you're in position of authority doesn't make you a leader. It's what you do growing up as a youth to a man, as a youth lady to a woman. That's what makes you a leader. That period, what did you do with your life? How well did you develop yourself? How well did you understand your people, your environment, the impact, the global issues? This is the meaning. This is the importance of of leadership. Well, that's the thing. I can't hear you. You are mute. Sorry about that. Um, to take it up from where you just left off. There's, there's so many things uh, when it comes to um, leadership in Africa. Most things, most most things they look at uh, before they even want to go into leadership is some of the uh, benefits that is going to be accrued that or that they are going to uh, gain from uh, leadership, and that's why we find a lot of um, corruption. And that's why we find a lot of um, um, corruption in our uh, public offices, and they see leadership as. Um, a way for them to amass wealth, and um, do you think those two things go hand in hand, uh, leadership and corruption, or leadership and you making um, so much money out of leadership? You know, uh, so uh, how do you clarify that position, sir? Okay, first and foremost, let's get it straight. You know, I said something that leadership is different from position of authority. Right. I want to assume you are talking about political authority, political right. office holder. Okay. Young let's 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 look at it from that aspect. One uh, person is to political office, either contesting for governor, mayor, local government chairman, minister, or whatever, being appointed as minister, or lobbying to be appointed as minister, or contesting for senate or as of wherever. It, it the truth is. Um, I said this thing before that politics, or let, let me paraphrase the word of a renowned politician in Nigeria who said that um, politics should not be only for ruffians and, and thugs because that's what it's like. It's almost now a norm. I, I, I beg the pardon of everybody that may disagree with me on this, but it's the truth. 
we have so many good people in government, we know. But there are some persons that have been in government that have never for once thought it right that the country needs to change positively. Mm-hmm. And then they are recruiting younger people like them, younger version of themselves to support them in office. So any person that wants to become a leader, like I said, the goal is not being is the goal is not to become a politician or a president or a governor. The goal is to become a leader, someone that people want to reckon with. You understand? Nelson right. Mandela started fighting for fighting against apartheid and the development before the thought of him being a president came. I'm sure the the idea of him being a president was not the that, that was not actually a motivation for him. He was angry with the situation happening at that time. So as a leader, you should be aware of what is happening around you. Fight to make things work positively. Make have positive impact in your, in your local environment and learn from the global happenings and then apply them locally we are not saying um, people should not make money no that's not what i'm saying definitely you need to make money you need to build yourself and amounts worth because that's the part of leadership business is part of leadership but not at the expense of your people now wh- what i mean is you're a young person before you go into office seek to develop yourself and be known as a leader and a professional in your field conquer your feet first if you are in, an engineer or a lawyer or whatever you are seek to become an expert in that in what you are doing people will know wow you have that leadership skill that people brought you up to that level and then you've been able to influence people in your field positively so therefore you should be given an opportunity to develop your country then if you are elected into office you should be able to do the right thing so corruption people that are corrupt i mean leaders or let, let me use this word um people of authority that are corrupt if you check their leadership skill, is little or nothing, zero or nothing. Because leadership is everything positive. It's about positive influence. Corruption is anti-government, anti-people. So that's not leadership. Even though, yes, I know there are times they might exhibit some level of leadership skills, kind of. But in whole, if you're looking at it holistically, it's zero. Because why will you, you know corruption is anti-development. To your people and then why would you call yourself a leader and then you sit in the office and you lie with pen to steal billions of naira that will be used to help people but let me give you a very good example see in nigeria there's been talk around the um the senate trying to uh, national assembly trying to renovate the building and then they are considering some options as cutting down health budget because that's what we saw on the news cutting down health budget and education budget and yet i think was it a uh, last day before yesterday or so, the ASPU chairman came on public and said that uh, Nigerian universities are not uh, ready for online studies, this COVID-19 period, adjusting to online studies. If you are trying to cut down health budget and, and uh, education budget, how do you expect your universities to be able to uh, uh, propagate the idea of online studies for students? At the same time, how do you combat COVID-19 when you keep borrowing money from outside to fight the virus? COVID-19 and yet you want to cut down your budget, doesn't make any sense. So that's if you ask me, that's poor decision. Poor decision making has a lot to do with the absence of leadership or, or the level of the leadership skill you have. So some person's leadership skill is, is zero. Leadership skill is something that grows with time. You build your leadership skill to become someone of high value and high influence and positive impact. So when you don't allow your leadership skill to grow because the person is corrupt and is very selfish. You want to enrich yourself, and that's a problem. You're not a leader, even if you occupy the position of authority. So young people should focus more. The goal is not being the president. 
I want to be the president. Why do you want to be the president? Because you want to help your people, right? That's what they will say. I want to influence Nigeria. I want to serve my country. Why don't you start from now by serving your country selflessly and then leave the aspect of being the president? With time, we'll know whether you emerge be emerge as the president or not. If you have the opportunity of being the president, good and fine. You continue what you are doing. If you don't have the opportunity, still do what you are doing. That's the most important thing. Being the president or the governor is not the end. It's just a means to an end. What is the end? To be a leader that has created influence in his environment. So young people should get it right. Focus on developing yourself, building your professional skill and your leadership skill. Forget about politics, involving in politics. Of course, someone or the other, all of us will be involved in politics one way or the other, but it should not be a do or die affair for us and it should not be a source of wealth for you too. If you want to make money as a young person, go and learn the art of business and other relevant professionalism and become a wealthy person. And then when you are eventually given the opportunity to, to rule, not to rule per se, to lead your people in the, the political um, um, in the political scene, then you, you do so selflessly, knowing that you are there for these reasons, not to a man's world. That's the idea. Well, um, I'm going to ask you one last question. Before I ask you this question, uh, we know that leadership is supposed to be um, a thing of service. Uh, that is one of the core uh, when it comes to leadership. You serving um, the people, but it's become the other way around, uh, whereby leadership is now about uh, the people serving you. And that's why we are getting it wrong. And uh, not until we uh, go back to the drawing board and um, look at um, the reason and the, the essence of leadership uh, we may keep on, uh, you know, moving around circles, especially in uh, this part, uh, in, in, in the part of the world, in Africa, where um, uh, the, the concept of leadership has been um, thrown to the um, to the uh, to the dustbin. And so, the last question I want to ask you is: um, What are some of those things in which? Um, you believe we can be able to uh, go back to the drawing board? Uh, we understand things are not the way it's supposed to be uh, in, in in Africa. Uh, how do you feel we can be able to go back to the drawing board and uh, you know re-strategize, looking at um, how to instill these uh, uh, leadership values in um, the younger generation so that they will be able to um, start planning and uh, towards um you know uh, creating uh, a, a better place for um their society and you know it also transcends to other parts of the world uh, not just africa uh, so how do you think the younger ones uh, can be able to even considering um, the recent issues whereby uh, in in the united states whereby you see young persons um, getting involved you know being part of what is going on in the society. How, so how do you, uh, what message do you have for them uh, in terms of how they can be able to uh, become agents of uh, change in their society, agents of uh, development in their society, agents of, uh, of growth in their society? So what are those messages you have for um, the younger generation? Well, the thing is we are suffering from what is called misplaced priority. Misplaced priorities is a serious virus, more severe than COVID-19 itself. Trust me. Now, people are always seeing young persons, most young persons here in Africa, African countries, that are being used as political thugs and servants to these so-called politicians that you know has no interest of the people at heart. I always seen the glamour and the and the glory associated to those offices. They're forgotten that the real glory to any political office holder is the people. 
if the people are influenced positively by you, they will glorify you. Yes, they will respect you. You will get that glamour. So it's not in the cars and the money you can steal. So that's the, that's where we are having now. This is how to fix it. If you ask me, uh, first and foremost, leadership is an act of service. Leadership is an act of service. That reminds me, I was I was actually seeing a cartoon with uh, my my younger cousins at home here. And we were watching one one cartoon about a lady that was a princess, and then she went to visit another kingdom where you have a prince. And the prince thought that royalty is all about sitting down and enjoying the good goodness of the kingdom where servants come to serve him and he commands anybody who wants to come and rise on the best horses and, and enjoys his life when there's a problem he never bother himself about solving the problem and then when the princess came to visit him from another kingdom the princess was of the opinion that when there is a problem i must solve it i'm like ah princess you shouldn't be seen doing this because you're a princess why will you walk why will you sweep why will you do that because there's a problem she's trying to fix it with the servant and the princess told him Royalty is about service. It's not all about enjoying everything. And the, the king, that is the father of the boy, the prince said, ah, I wish my son could understand this. But what I'm saying is, you see, it doesn't mean that the princess is not being glamoured or glorified by her people. She is. But she deserves it because she worked for it. If people do that, if you let me give another scenario here. You know, sometimes I watch movies to learn some things from. There's a movie, an Indian movie called Bahubali. I don't know that you've heard about or you've seen that movie. The tale of two princes. Wow. One ruled by fierce um, minds and terror on his people. Why the other one was more of service influence. You know the way. It, you might look at it as a mere play and fiction, but trust me, this is what happened in reality. Because the fiction you know is actually an imagination of the people. And where do you get imagination from? It's not from the realities around you. Now, the, 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 what I'm saying is, People should understand that leadership is service-oriented. Even if you must be glorified at the end, you should not do that because that's your end goal. In fact, you shouldn't be expecting that. You always go there, do the right thing when you need to do the right thing and leave it. Whether the people accept you or not, that's not your concern. The question is, are you doing the right thing? Definitely with time, they will, they will adore you. It's a normal thing. It's just a normal principle. Obviously, not everybody will agree with you. Some women might not even like you for doing the right thing, but definitely the vast majority will adore you. And that's why people like Mandela is always respected, even after they die. You have many of them, many leaders. You can make their countless. Mention Nelson Mandela, mention Tomo Shankara, as much as you might disagree with it. You mention JFK, you mention Martin Luther King, you mention Mother Teresa. These people have died, but their legacy lives on. Why do you think, why do you think people practically adore them? It's not because of the way they, 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 they must do it, no. People are actually felt the impact. So leadership should be about service. And now if you want to address the issue of uh, changing the norms in society, in Africa, we value, most people in Africa, it's the norm. We value money too much. You make, you are rich, everybody wants to worship you, you feel you can bend the law. How will in a Nigerian society, I'm talking to the Nigerian government now, we encourage too much entertainment. Everybody wants to be rich. They go and sing song, they do programs, especially from private sector, they organize programs, they call Big Brother Niger. I'm not condemning these programs, so I'm not saying that they should not do them because entertainment is good for those who want to be entertained. You you do you conduct programs, Big Brother Niger, beauty pageant, and you roll out, dish out money to these people. Then our education system, you go and do a score the best in the university. What would they give you? 50,000 naira. Now, that one is 
and then maybe you go for Kawabe mathematics competition. They give you hundred thousand naira, and then you you go and show your nakedness or whatever. And they did that give you twenty five million? This is a way of we are we are destroying the value system in the society. The priority is now money, 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 money. That's why you see people going to office, steal all the money. They will come and and start having by the conscience of the people. People will be worshiping them for stealing their money. But when you see somebody preaching about justice, peace, fairness. In corrupt or um, no corruption, zero tolerance for corruption. They say no, go and sit down. He's a poor man. He doesn't have anything. So this is where it starts. Let's start by changing the norm. Our value system should be placed on people with character. Government should give awards to people that are sincere. For instance, there was a man I I, I was watching the news. I think that was um 2010 or 2009. That was that was a road safety officer that was featured on on TV one time where he said he returned fifty thousand dollar cash. To the family of an accident victim. The man was driving. The victim was actually driving from Lagos to to the east. I, I don't know the, the state, whether number or so one of these eastern states. And then on the way, the customer sorted his died. The road safety officer came to the scene. They saw fifty thousand dollar in the car. I think in the truck of the car. And they were able to. He collected the money. He kept it safe. When the family came to clean the cops, he actually handed over the money to the wife. Now, if you ask me, that is leadership. Such persons have shown high level integrity. The government is supposed to recognize these people and give them national award. This is the way of ingraining and enforcing leadership influence, uh, positive influence. People that have, have had positive influence on their people and done the right thing. They should award them. They should recognize them. Then you are telling younger generation emulate these people, not awarding, uh, giving awards to thieves that managed to steal from government or. Or, or, or cheat people and then become rich, infected worlds, and then you not feel they have attention of the government. It's wrong. It's wrong. So we should change, we should get our priorities right. This, are, this is very important. People do the right thing. When you do the right thing, you should be recognized for it. You should be respected nationally for it. So this is the way to enhance leadership growth and idea in the society. Hmm, that's a lot. Thank you very much. Um... Elijah, and uh, this is something that we are definitely going to continue. Um, the discussion is definitely going to continue. We're going to be looking at, um, you know, different issues uh, within Africa, uh, outside Africa, in the United States, and you know, in UK and different parts of the world. Um, the goal is for us to be able to um, create a platform whereby people can speak and you know, uh, evaluate what is going on in our society and you know, say the right things. And uh, we believe that uh, we will get there, uh, but not until we keep on, uh, you know, talking about uh, what is going on in society and, you know, speak about uh, the change that we truly need. Uh, once again, I want to uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Elijah Felix, uh, for being on um, the Platform Initiative, um, you know, uh, a show. Uh, my name, once again, is Prince Olama Erese, and I've been your host today. Um, next week, we're going to come up with um, another section on um, African development and we're going to be having, um, you know, uh, persons from different parts of Africa will be contributing to, the, um, to this um, uh, program. Uh, so keep on uh, locked to our show and I want to uh, advise you to, um, you know, like our uh, Facebook pages, our Instagram pages, our YouTube pages, um, so that you'll be able to get um, first-hand information on um, different events that we have. So once again, um, thank you for being a part of this section and have a blessed time. Bye-bye.